When you wish upon a cookie, magical things happen. Wish Upon a Cookie is a New Jersey-based custom cookie company started by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical cookie dreams into a reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Wish Upon a Cookie's creations are extensions of your inspiration. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a cookie. Visit them online today at wishuponacookie.com and on Instagram, wishuponacookie201. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude Podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans! Welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Quit giggling. All right. Now, what are we doing? A podcast, that's right. Who's here with me? Someone who knows what's going on is Dave in Disney World. Dave, how are you? Hello. Dave. I'm all right. You know, Debbie was six <laughs> the union sent me. We're off to a rollicking start. <clears throat> in Sacramento, California, we have Dan. We're pollinators. I didn't do my Dan Cohen Dan thing. I gotta get mm. that back. I'll do it now. And from Buffalo, we have Chuck Fitzgerald. Chuck. Who? <laughs> I'm Owl. Get it? No. No. 
Alright. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, well, we are in for a wonderful episode, I can already tell. Um so before we get into anything though, we need to go over to Dave, our man on the our man on Main Street. <laughs> to I like tell that. us about <laughs> See? Who on the ground. Every now and then whatever rolls out of my mouth makes some sense. Every every few moments. Anyway, so But you uh, didn't understand the owl joke. I did well, that's because it wasn't that great of a joke. Yeah. It um, was a fantastic joke. <laughs> but she's intelligent. I cannot work under these conditions. I can turn my neck all the way around. That's um <laughs> Dave, will you please tell us how things are at Disney? Dave, you were there for the cast member preview, correct? And the annual pass preview. And the AP preview. Um, so, uh, it was unreally eerie, because it, at one hand, everything was a walk-on. You can get, I was able to get on every single open attraction in the Magic Kingdom on Friday during the annual pass preview. Uh, pretty much uh, the only things that weren't open at the time were uh, the People Mover, which was broken down. Uh, my understanding is Ooh. it's already open. It was supposed to open the next day. I don't know if it's opened yet, but... Uh, it's rough, though. That's a yeah. rough pleasure to take. Uh, Walt Disney Rail Railway, because of all the construction that was beforehand, so that was just continuing on. Enchanted Tales with Belle and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Everything else... Mm -hmm was more or less open, so I was able to get into every show, go on every spinny ride, do every mountain, and every dark ride in between, and the bar Barnstormer. Oh, also, Casey Jr. Splash Zone was closed, so I didn't get to run through the sprinklers. <laughs> <laughs> but just if it was open... you just sadly with your, your swimmies. <laughs> just standing there standing in a there just with a with a tear just trickling down your face. I might have to do that for another trip now. You know, bring floaties or something, you know. And just, you know. Just stand there sad. Some strip sad down music. to a bathing suit and, and just put like background. some uh, floaty wings on and just, you know, just put on a pouty face. Like at, uh, bathing suit and mask. Yeah. Bathing suit and mask. Yes, bathing suit and mask, yes. This is oh, true. that's actually a really good idea. You have to go on a tour. You have to go to the splash pad at Magic Kingdom. You have to go to the splash pad at Epcot. You have to go stand outside of Typhoon Lagoon. You have to go stand outside <laughs> of Blizzard Beach. And for bonus points, River Country. I don't I think you can get idea. anywhere near River Country at the moment, you know? You got to stand in front of the construction, friends. I think it's the only option. Mm, well, we'll see if I can. Or go underwater. Scuba. Well, no, because then he would actually need the floaties. The whole point is to not need the floaties and just be sad about it. Oh. Well, but, you know, you go in your scuba gear and then, like, you pop out somewhere and change outfits. Rest, rest assured, if it was open, I would have ran through it just to say that I uh, observed that attraction, too. Because I have done that before to say that I have experienced every attraction in the Magic Kingdom. I have ran through the uh, splash zone. <laughs> Is that allowed? Are adults allowed in there? I did it at Universal, too. I went through the uh, 
curious well, there George are no rules on that. Side yeah, of the, town. the curious George uh, <laughs> playground, just to say I did. It. Oh, I was even able to go onto Tom Sawyer Island, and I took a nice midday hike and went through all of the uh, caves and crossed the Barrel Bridge. What did you well, do in the caves? Cried over the fact that there was no Casey Jr. Splash Zone. That's what I, I thought. They became his thinking caves. Yeah. Thinking caves. <laughs> Dave's thinking cave. Um, so, what? Uh, how did you feel about the precautions? Did you feel safe? Uh, I have been feeling safe at the parks. Um, here's the thing. There are going to be times people are going to forget social distancing. You know, there are times when the when the line there's really no there's really not much of a line, and you're just kind of walking through, and you forget yourself. So you find yourself all of a sudden walking, and you're right behind the other person. It's like, oh wait a minute, I have to social distance, and you back up. But at, by that point, there's somebody that's already covered your little square, so your little circle. So you kind of just go to the middle, <laughs> and you kind of like look up, and you look away from people, and then. Try to be invisible. Yeah. <laughs> then everybody realizes that the distancing has uh, been messed up. So next person goes, you go up and you just fix it. Um, there are some people that just completely blatantly uh, not uh, follow it at all. And if they're behind me, I have no problem saying, uh, excuse me, you need to get back and you need to get away from me. Your square, your circle is over there. I've done that's that the a few New Yorker times. In yes, you, Dave. I've done it a few times, and I have absolutely no problem <laughs> that, doing that's it. That's New York. Like I said, I've made my mistakes every now and then. You know, you you kind of forget. But there are some people that are just completely oblivious constantly, and it's like, okay, I I at least catch myself when I do it. So I'm willing to give somebody a chance, maybe once or twice. But when it's constantly happening, it's like, yeah, no, this is this is I gotta say something. And usually there's a cast member or something to, or if it's another park to back that up. So, and people now, are doing that. did you participate in the food? What do you mean? Did you eat anywhere on, oh, in, yeah. in park? Yeah. Um, Annie, I don't mean to interrupt. Actually, Dave, I also don't mean to interrupt. But how did you feel about that? Because a, a lot of places are pulling back those indoor eating options. So did you feel that the way that Disney was handling it was well, both, appropriate? Both times I wanted to stay at, both times it was Cosmic Rays. I had wanted to do a table service. I've done table service at the, at the resort so far. But... Uh, no, and, and I do mean the quick service in the park. I, I, I understand the table service will be different, but... You know, with Cosmic Rays, there was, you know, the Magic Kingdom is running at 17,000. That's nothing for them. And you can see that in the restaurants, there's plenty of tables that are spaced. You know, there, there, it wasn't completely full anyway. You know, even with closed tables, you still had spots available to you. With, with the amount of people that are in, and then when okay. it's distributed throughout the parks, it's really not an issue. Now, I don't mobile order. And, I ha I, and a couple of times I went up to do card. And they're like, you got, did you use the mobile order? We'd like you to use it. And my response is, yeah, well, your app is not reliable. And your app keeps on crashing on me like everybody else. And I don't use it for that. I don't use it for that reason. I've had more problems with your app. I need to, I, I need to pay cash. And then I just go in and I pay using a card. They think I'm going to be paying cash, but when I go in, I just give them, and you know, they're hard up for money, so they take it. 
<laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to say no to cash. You know, I um, I carry I carry a bottle of hand sanitizer on my belt, so I just kind of give myself a few squirts after that, and just, you know, you're you're behind, the cashiers are behind plexiglass, so, you know, I take a couple I take a couple side swipes side steps away, I kind of reach out and place my uh, place my card into the. Uh, into the into the swiper from like an arm's length away on it because you know they god forbid uh disney would actually get chips you still have to slide your card everywhere so i am terrible at staying behind the plexiglass like my instinct is always to like stand over away from you know what i mean yeah. i'm like there's something here i can stand over to the side and then i'm always like oh Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> uh, that's my first one, though. I can't believe that. All right, that's the first one that we've that had day. in a while. You're going to have to, you're going to give me a hard. You're going to give me a uh, run for my money editing this week. Somebody Even though I said I wasn't going to edit like this month, and now I find myself editing again. So, <laughs> well, we just need the the software, Dave. Yeah, I know. The software. You have it. Uh, I don't. Um, what was I? Oh, I went to Kings Island here, and I I actually went in the gift shop. Have you gone in any of the gift shops? Uh huh. Yes, I have. Did you buy anything? Yes, I have. Did they make you do the barcode? Like, did they make you do the tag? They made me do the tag at Kings Island. Like, turn the tag and hold it for him. No, that one they haven't done here. I'm surprised about That's that. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was weird. <laughs> that would be a good. That would honestly, that would be a good thing. I like that. Idea. And then they don't bag it for you. They had like bags off to the side, and you could get one yourself. No, they one. they bag for us. They. Well, we still have plastic bags. And the thing is, too, when the security is going through your bags, they're not wearing gloves. They're still sticking their little. Um, Stick inside oh, the bag. Greasy mitts. <laughs> stick in their little stick. Yeah. You know. Their paws. If, if you have. What do you call this? If you stick? have anything do they that's. Have a name? I don't know. Stick. But if you have anything stick. in your pocket. Let's, let's say you don't have a bag, but you have like like uh, your cell phone, stuff like that. They're giving you plastic bags to put them in the plastic bags and then they put them in the tray to look through them so that it doesn't your stuff doesn't touch an actual bin while you go through the metal detector. But. They're asking you now if you have anything in anything metal in your anything metal inside of your uh, bag to take it out, put it in the plastic bag that they give you. They look at it and then you go through and then you give them the bag and they do the bag check. I still can't understand why with all this time they didn't just go the way Universal has and get the um, X-ray, yeah, the X-ray machines. At yeah. this point, oh, smart. at this point, it's just, it's beyond stupid. So you know? I have questions, not about the security process, because actually I now have a question about the security process. It's not the same metal detectors that they used to be, correct? No, it's the same. Okay. The I, same thought it, I thought I saw that they were different. Now, that wasn't the original question. Okay, go ahead. Um... The other question is, Annie, yeah. was King's Island dedicated to King George as we were his loyal royal subjects? Um, oh no. My. 
Okay. Uh, no. Secondly... Okay, getting back to me with who's more important. Secondly, the wow. third the third comment is, can we agree as a group to name the look sticks Stick Stickly? Yes. Yes, sure. yes we can. Very good, then. That one, that one was valid. Your other questions were not, but moving on... Well, I do think that everyone except for the King George question was valid. Anyway... They didn't even look through my bag, or well, it's a fanny pack, but they didn't even look through my fanny pack at Kings Island. Stick or no stick. Well, it's funny. I was in in SeaWorld over the weekend, and they're now at, with the temperature checks, now they they used to have the little gun to the head thing that they're they're using with everywhere else. (laughs) They just have like one of these, you you walk through a, uh, you you walk through a a temperature screening uh, scanner type thing now, and you just walk through. And there was somebody in our in our party that it didn't register right, so they pulled them aside, and then they ended up uh, using the um, the forehead scanner after that on this individual. But that'd aside be the from new pat down thing. They'd be like, "Sir, you yeah. need to step aside. Yeah. Temperature's not reading." Yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, what I don't know uh, because I haven't gone to the parks on a regular day yet is uh, biometrics. If they're going to be like for the cast member preview, the um, the cast member had to show their ID, mm. and they put up they they asked them for their they asked them for their number, and then they they typed the number into their little iPads. It came up with their names, saw that they had a, had a reservation and the amount of people because they were able to bring three guests with them. So we were just told walk right in. On the AP preview, all they did was they they just tapped my magic band and let me in. There was no biometrics. So I do actually think I have the answer for that. And the answer is no biometrics. Yes, um, this is true. But As of right now, and this is while, while Disney is open to the general public, they are not doing any biometrics. May I but finish? Being, oh, hang on. They no, do have access making, to your picture. I'm making a point, though with that some of them do have access but they're also asking at universal because they're not doing biometrics they're asking for as you're going in they're asking for your id Hmm. so they scan your they scan your card and then you have to have your photo id out so you might be seeing that also SeaWorld, SeaWorld, they have your picture when they scan when they scan you there was there was never any biometrics at SeaWorld. When you go through at SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, yes, you scan your pass and then a little, it's on like a little phone and yes, your picture does pop up. But that is not the case on on Disney. Only when you get a DAS do they take your picture and they only take the picture of the person that, get it, that gets it. They haven't been taking pictures of everybody. Maybe that will change now. Well, Kings Island, they have your picture, just so you guys know. Yes, go to Cedar Point, because I see that picture that they took of me last... You can also submit your own selfie uh, for the Cedar Fair season passes. So Should I take a picture of my mask? You know what? That's not important. I don't think that that would work. And for the record, Kings Island is named... So named because the area in which it lies is named Kings Mills. So, FYI. In any case... Well, Dave, do you have anything else to say about the parks before we get on to the main topic? Yeah, as much as I enjoyed getting on everything, 
during the month of July, that should not happen. I mean, I would I would gladly trade a day in um, any other any other July day of any other year for what I experienced on on Friday, Brazilian twelve groups and all. Yeah, I get that. It's like a, a little fix, but it's just not. It's just not the same. Like, it's just not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I because I mean, obviously, I've been there, but being at Kings Island, like, kind of the same uh, thing. Like, like it's just not. You know, the energy, that kind of thing. It's just not quite the same. So I get it. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> um, We'll get into our main topic. So nobody knows what the topic is tonight. So you're probably wondering why I gathered you all here, aren't you? Well, I'll tell you. You're trying to figure out who the killer is. (laughs) Ooh, that would have been fun. Next time I'll do a murder mystery and I give you each a character. All right. Well, as you know, (laughs) Mr. Robert Iger. I see, I see. (laughs) There's been a murder. There's been a murder in here. (laughs) Anyway, as you know, Mr. Robert Iger, or Bob, as he lets us call him, is one of the biggest fans of the Mickey Dudes podcast. So, Well documented. Yes, it's known. When he found himself looking for someone to fill a new executive position, he knew exactly where to look. That's right. One of you three is going to be the new chief dude in charge of parks. CDO. Chief dude. (laughs) Chief dude officer. This is exciting. This is a brand new position. Um, All right. This position takes someone with good ideas who can think on their feet and make the tough decisions. So I have a series of questions tonight that will give you a chance to show what you've got. Are you the one for the job? But wait, you may be wondering, how will the winner be chosen? Well, because this is a democracy, we're giving the power to the people. That's right, we're going to have a vote. So, listeners, we need you to weigh in on social media, be it Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, wherever you want. You can leave us a comment with your vote, and we'll declare a winner. Now... Every vote is important. If we have only one vote, then that person's going to win. So if one person votes for Dave, then Dave will win, and we can't let that kind of thing just happen. So people, please cast your votes. All right, so does anyone have any questions before we begin? No. No. (laughs) Thank you for answering. All right, so to make things fair, I'm going to change who I asked first so that it won't be the same person like you know people will have different amounts of times to think about their answers um and if anyone wants to answer first anytime just let me know and you can go first i'm sure everyone would love to have the extra time if possible so anyway here we go so for the first uh question we're gonna start with dave all right are you ready dave i am All right, you need to choose a ride to eliminate from Epcot. One ride from Epcot to eliminate. Mission Space Orange. 
All right. And do you have anything to say about that? It's just too intense. I, I get what they're trying to do with it. I, I get the whole edutainment and trying to help everybody understand what's going on with the astronauts when they when they go on their missions and everything. But it, uh, it does a little more harm than good in terms of making people sick. You know, you have a lot of people that are a bit claustrophobic on there. It, I think that there are other ways to kind of do with such a simulator, but uh, it's just, it's more of a liability than uh, an entertainment piece at the moment. Fair. And for the record, anyone can give the same answer, but that may not be the, the most politically smart move to make. You may want to go with a different answer. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you how to run your campaign. I'm just saying. Officially, you can give the same answer if you want. All right. So Jay says, Mission Space Orange. Dan, what are you eliminating from Epcot? Well, listen, even though you just did your damnedest as a, as a moderator to try to get me to change my answer, <laughs> a good answer is a good answer, okay? Mission Space Orange is the correct answer. It's the only acceptable answer to this question because nobody needs to be jacked up for the whole rest of their day just to experience a flight simulator ride. It, it's too intense. People have died on it. Oh, goodness. You're really getting... Uh, hey, listen. This is serious <laughs> business. All the this, jo this job means a lot to me. <laughs> I know I'll do a great job, but it's important that people know how seriously I take it. No deaths on my watch. All right. I, I, I like the passion. Yes. All right. All right. I can see why uh, I can see why Mr. Iger came to our show to find his man. I said, Bobby, <laughs> get rid of Mission Space Orange. Uh, all right. Chuck, you're up, sir. What is your answer? So my answer is going to be a little bit different. I while I agree, no deaths on our watch. That's really not a very bold <laughs> political statement there. <laughs> I'm going for a populist thing, okay? <laughs> but dying is generally bad. Nine out of ten doctors agree. Chuck, can you get your answer already? The tenth one is dead. The tenth one. This is, is some real filibustering. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is. He's evading. The tenth one is actually a medical examiner. Um, can, this guy can really tap dance. Yeah. So, what I tell you, Everybody's and what coming I alive. tell everybody is that there's no reason to close a ride in the park. We have the money. We don't need to close anything. If you want to go on Mission Space Orange and feel ill for the rest of the day, that's your prerogative. This is America, folks. We have freedoms. So that's your answer, nothing. I'd close Mission Space Orange. <laughs> <laughs> but not because yeah. it's, it's a bad um, ride. I actually enjoy Mission Space Orange over the rest um, of Mission Space. I don't like, I think we could get rid of the entire pavilion. I was very excited when it was announced in 1998-ish. Simpler times. And much simpler times. I was Things 10. Things were open. I was 10 <laughs> and space was very cool at that time. And HP, actually, wasn't it Compaq? That originally, regardless, it was, yeah. um, was still a thing. Compaq. But at the end of the day, the ride 
is very close quarters, four people at a time, and your interaction with the ride doesn't matter at all. You're, you're just, you could sit on your hands. You don't need to wait in line for 45 minutes to sit on your hands and be spun around. <laughs> that is true. That is particularly lame about the interactivity element. Or the, well, I never really thought about the it. lack thereof, I guess you could say. I mean, it yeah, sets lights like off, but faster. But I, I don't, I don't think it needs to be there. Well, how about that? We have consensus. If only politics went this easy, just think. Uh, just think I did try to filibuster for the first couple minutes there. That is true. That a lot I, of words got nothing out. I appreciate the theatrics. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that's just a thrown-out question at this point. There's consensus, so we'll go to the next question. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll get a little more variety of answers to this. We'll see. For this one, we're eliminating Ride, but this time we're going to Magic Kingdom for our elimination. So, Dan, you're going first this time, pal. What are you eliminating from the Magic Kingdom? Well, I, you know, I'll, there, I, I, I'm going to go with Buzz Lightyear. Oh. I, I just think that it's I'm bad at it. <laughs> and it embarrasses me every time. Um, You're not a galactic. I'm not a galactic not a hero. hero. Oh. I have never been a galactic hero. And uh, honestly, I just don't think that there should be a ride designed for children that I am so fundamentally inept at. You know there's videos to teach you how to hit the high-value targets, right? I will not, I will not stoop to watching those videos and that means he didn't know that they were there correct <laughs> <laughs> i did not know that well i will say it's there it's a lot easier in california because you could actually take because you can move the gun yeah, take the gun the out. Blaster, yeah. blaster 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 no guns ray the laser the, the laser beam. yes either way yeah. it's, it's trash because I'm bad at it. I will say that uh, I proudly, every time I go to Universal, earn my suit on Men in Black Alien Attack, but I still have not figured out uh, the fundamentals of um, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin in the Magic Kingdom. Disneyland? Yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong, but it's just too clunky over at uh, the Magic Kingdom. I got Galactic Hero once, but I was inebriated. I have well, it's a good thing that you're not running it. for CDO, Annie. That's right. <laughs> it's true. I'm above that. See, I'm just like a personal advisor to to Bobby. It would be it would be strange if he gave I, me a, a formal position. It would kind of be weird with our existing relationship. So. I think that we have a well-established tradition in this country of leadership. If they don't like something or if they're bad at it, they just get rid of it. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. So, okay. Uh, Chuck, what are you eliminating from <laughs> eliminating from Magic Kingdom? And I'd also like to discuss with you after the podcast um, a position on my cabinet, potentially. <laughs> hey, Wonderful. We, we could hey. find a, a position, you know, CDO, Junior, whatever. You know, we'll talk. Swain, what are you doing? Um, so, anyways. I, I think, love it. 
I think I'm going to get rid You know, it's not my fault, Dan, that it took you this long to realize that you could just hire Annie and sway the votes. <laughs> um, I do think, however, I'm going to eliminate hmm, the... Um, it's kind of up between two, but I think I'm going to go with Astro Orbiter. Um, the method to get to the ride is lackluster to say the least we're going to cram everybody in the elevator that's the way that you get up to the ride and then how to get down we're going to cram everybody in the elevator additionally all you're doing is replicating the same thing that exists at Dumbo the same thing that exists at Magic Carpets and putting it you know two stories up in the air in Not a less, less comfortable ride vehicle. In a lot less comfortable ride vehicle. The only yeah. time that um, Astro Orbiter is good is at night because the the illuminated views of Tomorrowland and the contemporary and whatever else you can see from up there are fantastic, but they're not good enough to save the headaches of being up there and spun around again. Where once again, you're participating Participation has no bearing on the final outcome. Just like um, the other thing. Mission space. You really don't care for that, do you? <laughs> and just like Indiana Jones. Not the ride, the movie. He didn't need to be there. It wouldn't have made a difference. Well, interesting. Okay, so now I'm curious, Dave. What are you eliminating for a magic carpet? I am eliminating the magic carpets of Aladdin. Because honestly... We already have two spinny rides over here. It was a ride that was kind of shoehorned in. I think that it doesn't... Yes, it, the idea is adventure and everything in there. It was a bazaar and everything. But I think that you could... If you're going to take a midway carnival ride and everything, I think you can put something else in that's kind of more jungle-themed in that way. And, you know, maybe, maybe something like... Uh, Tarzan, Tarzan's wild ride or something like that and make it like a Tilt-A-Whirl or something like that and just put it like jungle camouflage or something like that. We don't need another one of those midway spinners that uh, we when we already have two of them in the park. Two other ones in the park. Yeah, because Chuck, the thing, the thing is, the reason that I think that Dave is the most right here, personally, if I may weigh in, is because... You know, I, I believe we were discussing a position on on my uh, <laughs> staff. But, but what about the visual yeah. appeal of Astro Orbiter? Astro That's Orbiter what just gets fits. Me. It fits in Tomorrowland, you know? It just... Whereas... So you, you can eliminate the ride, but keep it up there and have it just spin and run all the time so it just it fits. You can have characters ride in it every now and then. And eventually if you, if you spin it too way. much with no people on it, it just flies away. No, that's <laughs> if you spin it too fast with no people on it. I will say on Friday I did actually, believe it or not, I did actually get a little uh, dizzy and felt a little motion sickness on it at the end when it was coming when it was coming in for a landing as it, as it lowers itself on its own. At that point, I felt the vertical for the first time, and I'm like, wow, I'm getting old. Well, not <laughs> only that, but also when it's at its peak, you are leaned in. You see, that I enjoy. Mm. 
I, I can't believe nobody picked the speedway. Well, the they speed, already cut it in half. The speedway is just so childlike. It's like it's it's so iconic. Kids get their first taste of driving on that. You know that's sacred. And then their first crash, and then their first insurance exchange. All sorts of good memories over there. Um, Wouldn't it be so funny if that was part of the ride where there was just bureaucracy where you have to exchange insurance information and license and registration, you know, you get pulled over. You know how fast you're going? I was just trying to keep up with the traffic officer. 11? (laughs) 11. All right. Are we ready for the next one, gentlemen? Ready. Um, Lay it on us. Oh, Chuck. You're up this time. Uh, Chuck, you need to add a ride based on a movie. You can give as much or as little information as you wish to give about this ride. All that it has to do has to be is a ride based on a movie. Does it matter what park it goes into? No, you can, but you can if you say, I want to put um, uh Anastasia ride in the Russia area of Animal Kingdom. I just said that since it doesn't make any sense. You could say that, or you could say an Anastasia dark ride is what I want, or whatever. It can be as fleshed out as much or as little as you want. It's your campaign. It matters to the voter, not not get me. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I assume anything from the Disney? Yeah, whatever. Get as creative as you want. Okay. All right, so I I do think at this point I'm going to go with a Beauty and the Beast dark ride. But you're viewing everything from the aspect of the footstool slash dog. (laughs) So it's one of the more overlooked characters in that movie, but he's there for everything. He sees everything. He knows all the conversations. He knows all the dances. He gets to partake in the food that is either cooked or, or falls on the floor. There's a lot of different things you can do with this. It could be an Omnimover. It could be a trackless. It could be all sorts of things. It could be a little bit of both. It will constantly move without a track. Um, there's a lot of practical sets that you could build with this. And it's going to be a five minute long dark ride because, you know, why not? Awesome, I love it. If nothing else, you've demonstrated your ability to come up with something quickly on the fly. <laughs> but I like the, uh, I, I, the, when you said that we were the, the footstool, all I could think about was that part of the Winnie the Pooh ride where you're Tigger and you're like bouncing, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm not mistaken, someone at some point does sit on or put their feet on the footstool. Are we I mean, sat upon? We, we will not be sat upon, but you will feel the force of something coming down on you. So your ride vehicle is going to drop down like an inch or two and let out a little groan. Oh, my. This is quite a dark ride. It's getting this is, is dark. I was going to say, it's getting darker and darker by the minute. <laughs> it's going to be groundbreaking. I mean, if nothing else. And then at the end, you turn into the dog. Enticing. Well, I would like to see anyone top that. <laughs> Dave, you're up. What's yours? Okay, so I'm going over to the Imagination Pavilion. I'm going to gut the DVC lounge and the... Uh, hey. And what's that thing? I go there for sun chips, mm-hmm. okay? I'm gonna, and drinks. I'm going to gut it along <laughs> with the Pixar uh, 
movie festival. And I'm going to take all of that space because we're leaving Journey into Imagination as is because we got to leave Figment in there. But upstairs and on the side, we are creating in the pyramids from inside out. We are going to be uh, creating the runaway train of thought where you start off and your thinking is clear. And then as time goes on, you know, joy, sadness, uh, anger. Uh, discuss they all take over the controls at different times for different emotions and all of a sudden the ride starts going crazy you could do like a nice little uh, corkscrew loop inside those pyramids the entire you can create an entire roller coaster track underneath the underneath the glass so it works out so if there's any lightning or anything you can still run it because it's an indoor attraction and you bring another little you bring a themed thrill ride that still has something to do with imagination and creativity into that pavilion. And you brought another thrill ride into Epcot to bring in a whole nother crowd. I have questions. Okay. <laughs> the pyramid isn't that tall. Where are you getting all this money? Are you going to build a new pyramid? Are you saying the existing pyramids aren't good enough for you? They are good enough. We're going we're gonna to make uh -huh. it compact. We're going to be able to fit it in so that children can both ride it. It won't be too long, but it will be. It will definitely be a thrill. So okay. It'll be like so, the Shriners. I, w <laughs> I will also say that you could have summed up the after part of the ride where you start feeling things as everything starts out great, and then it just gets confusing and hazy. Touche. Such is life. Like life. Yeah. Such is life. <laughs> All right, so runaway train of thought. If nothing else, I love the the name. That's what I like that. All right, Dan, what is your I'm, ride? I'm ready. So I've been thinking. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm I've been thinking a lot about this. <laughs> there, Just there's the way a lot you said of, I'm ready. <laughs> there's a lot of Disney movies released. How have you been the, thinking a lot about this? Well, I mean, I think about this all the time. She just happens to... Uh, this is an advantage for me because unlike you guys who are, um, you know, politicians newly minted, I was born in this game, all right? So uh, this is my life. I think about how I'm going to work at Disney. When I was 12 or 13 years old, I wrote a letter to Michael Eisner asking him to make me the Disney bum. Damn, the um, Disney bum. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Don't, I mean, that's a great idea, too, but... You know what, Dan? I am going to interrupt time. again. I have already offered a position on my cabinet to Annie. We could probably find a position for you as the Disney bum. I, it is my... Literally, it is the job I've wanted the longest in my life. <laughs> uh, we can, we'll talk about the it details of the Disney less bum. Over time, as I get older, as I get older and more bum like in my regular life, it seems <laughs> less likely to happen. The character has evolved now. You're just going to be in sweatpants. It's just Dan, <laughs> Dan, the guy that lives on the couch, is now like the um, <laughs> thing that would leave. So, here's my ride it's a, it's a dark roller coaster. So it's sort of a, it's a dark ride, but it's a fast dark ride. And it goes through vignettes of all of the forgotten movies of the 2000s. The Tigger movie. <laughs> the Tigger movie. The Emperor's New Groove. Atlantis. Return to Neverland. Treasure Planet. 
Oh, the God. Jungle Book 2. What's that? Not Treasure Planet was the worst movie. There's a reason it was forgotten about. Treasure Planet. Brother Bear. So I, I have I do have a question. How are we gonna yeah. remember these movies if they're forgotten? Well, this is the Disney's it's just a lot of IP just sitting around collecting dust and not making any cash. And anybody people will get on a on a fast dark ride. It could be trash, but it, this one isn't. This would include Home on the Range. Yes. And Pooh's Heffalump Adventure. <laughs> Although, I guess that's represented in the Pooh ride. Well, that's, Valiant. Called, that's called Pooh's Acid Trip. Yeah, I was just going to say, see also Pooh's Acid Trip. Valiant, Valiant, Chicken Little, The Wild, The Wild, which came out exactly at the same time as Madagascar, strangely. Yeah, uh, meet the Robinsons. The I remember seeing the ad for it. It on was. The, it was very Disney confusing. Being like, what? <laughs> Bo- don't forget about Bolt. In fact, maybe I, we would be riding Bolt coasters. I watched that movie so many times. It's pretty good. I saw it, it in the theater. I did I not. Did we, we played it at work. I used to sell TVs, and we played it to because we <laughs> needed a kid-friendly thing to put on the TV. It was four times a day for you lucky dog 10 months lucky dog like bolt exactly and was was the hamster's name rhino i mean rhino it was cruel and unusual punishment you could actually make the ride as you are rhino in the ball yeah listen Chuck, this is why we're coming together. We're reaching hands across the aisle. We're collaborating. <laughs> and you're going to be hired as the Disney bum or just Dan, the guy that hasn't left yet. Dan that hasn't shaved in the two weeks. <laughs> Dan, Dan, quarantine man. Yeah, there you go. That's my answer. Beat it. I like it. I like it. Um, you know how I like things that no one likes. So for that reason, I like it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, well, I mean, the movies no one likes. Battlefield Earth. Exactly. All right. So for uh, now, we're going to move on from rides for for now. We're going to move on to restaurants. And Dave, you're up first. You need to eliminate a restaurant. It can be literally anything you want to eliminate. Hmm. Quick service, table service, resorts, parks, springs. Don't matter. Whatever you want to get rid of, it's out. Could be pizza. Could be Chinese food. Could be French fries. Could be shrimp. I'm just, I'm just vamping. I'm letting you think. Do you have an answer? Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of the uh, Pinocchio <laughs> Village House. <gasps> You know, it's one of those that... Well, Dave, it's, it was a good campaign. It was a good campaign you ran. Well... Hey, hey listen, he's sticking by his erroneous bread. opinion. Well, think about it. Do people really... Is that like your first go-to place in the Magic Kingdom? It's so far back that people... I forget that it's even there. It's like, okay, uh, when I think quick service in Magic Kingdom, I'm either thinking Columbia Harbor House or, or Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Thinking flatbread. 
but you can get the flatbreads other places. You know, it's literally every other place. Exactly. It's like, and then oh you know how many times I've passed that place and I'm like, oh yeah, wait a minute, this place is here. And then you can sit and watch. It's a small world. Well, but only until seven o'clock when they close. <laughs> Even that again. When I'm on, it's a small world, and I see that little that little uh, spot up there. Then I remember. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a restaurant that exists. It's one of those that I still always forget that it's that it's there. That it's just. I feel like business-wise it probably does the worst business out of all of the quick service because of just it's because of its location in that way i mean i don't have any figures to back that up but i'm just thinking that you know people see other things as they're coming into the park they have ideas that they they see them over there uh, a lot of people do fantasy land early in the morning because it gets really congested and all that so i kind of just feel from a strategic standpoint it would probably be behoove me to close that down and maybe maybe put the manpower from that restaurant into uh, Cosmic Rays and Columbia Harbor and maybe even Casey's Corner, you know, have a couple more people working that one so that it can better serve the customers there. Dave, are you sure you're not in politics? Because you just threw out statistics that don't exist and then <laughs> said, yeah, I, I just made it up. It was definitely done. I teach English. It, I'm a master well BS done. artist. A master debater. Uh, mm. All right, Dan. Well, <laughs> restaurant are you eliminate? Well, not <laughs> if I was a spiteful man, I would eliminate Via Napoli because it replaced my all-time favorite. Disney restaurant, Alfredo's. And Alfredo's Pizza, pizza Kitchen or Pizza by Alfredo? Pizza by Alfredo, yeah. Um, no, I mean, Via Napoli is fine. It's not disgusting or anything. It's tolerable, but it's just like a run-of-the-mill pizza joint. And Tell Alfredo's had Napoli, character. It's not disgusting. <laughs> However, I'm not... A spiteful man so i will am gonna get i'm gonna move a couple of notches countries over uh counterclockwise to china and get rid of nine dragons and replace it with an actual good chinese restaurant you don't it's get to just, pick the replacement you're just eliminating dude. well i think that well obviously they're gonna have to replace it with something it's a pet peeve of so mine. it's just gonna be this empty cave of of you know, rat but droppings. Have, because and, to close it, you have to accept the fact that nothing might replace it. That's something will replace pots. it. Listen, as part of my yeah. platform, anything that gets taken out will be replaced, okay? I'm going to be in charge, well, so... I the voters note that you're being argumentative with the moderator. Listen, I don't I don't owe answers to you. I owe answers to the, the people, okay? You don't represent this, the this people. This is how you're going to rouse people, isn't it? What you don't people? get to... Hey, lock yeah. you up. What? Yeah. Lock you up. Lock <laughs> you up. All right, nine dragons. Do you have anything nine else? Nine dragons. Nine dragons. It's just not. It's just not good. It's not really authentic. It's uh, pretty mediocre at best. Um, and I think that the crowds and the reservation times flush that out. It's one of the easiest reservations to get in Epcot, strictly because it's not very good. There you go. Does uh, anyone have any rebuttal to that? Just just throw it out there. 
What? Right. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> we didn't get to rebut. We didn't get to rebut, Dave. Did you want to? No. What, what okay. were we talking about? I just went to the bathroom. <laughs> Dan, you must have I got rid of nine dragons. dragons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chuck. What restaurant are you getting rid of? I, like Dan, am going, you know, to stay in Epcot, even though he gave two answers, one of them completely <laughs> wrong. You don't get rid of Viennapoli. Ever. Um, I'm going over to Japan, and I'm getting rid of Takumi Tai, or Tei, or however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> it's wildly expensive. It hasn't been open that long, so no one's going to notice it's gone. And it doesn't affect your general opinion of the park because odds are you haven't gone because I think it's been open for a three days before it had to close again. And it saves you money, folks. This is all about putting money back into your pocket. No longer do we need the $120 main course for artisan beef at Epcot. You know what? We don't need the $85 gift of ranch, which I hope to God is not ranch dressing. It is. It's is ranch dressing with truffles. Why would you do that? I'm making that up. That's not true. Gift of ranch is ranch dressing. (laughs) It's just $85. They just give you a bottle of ranch. For $85, (laughs) you get a bottle of ranch. No one needs that in their life. They also have a hundred ranch with that, and they're like, "Do you want a cup or the bottle?" Or the gift, (laughs) or the gift of ranch. The gift, by the way, is a gift for us because you're giving us eighty five dollars. Yeah, and there's also a hundred and fifty dollar tasting menu. This is Epcot, folks. This is about putting more money back in your pocket, so you could go spend it over at Via Napoli for some good pizza. It's fine. Um. What did Chuck get rid of? I had the urge to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> what shade you're throwing today? <laughs> Holy heck. Dave, you may want to see a doctor if that's the case, sir. And you know what? My health, not in question. I'm not going to the bathroom every four seconds. Vote for me. How are the voters? Politics are a young man's game. Yeah, how are the voters going to make a choice between these candidates? Well, first right. Dave's got vertigo on, you know, what you call it, and then all of a sudden he's in the bathroom every four seconds. Grandpa's not going to be able to get any work done. Well, I heard you talking, and since you're full of it, I guess I was just triggered. It's, why would you not want to get rid of Takumi Tei? Oh, you... That's that's my question. Oh, well, answer. I agree with that one, too. <laughs> Um, well, all right, Dan, you're going first on the next one. Are you ready? I can hardly wait. I know. You have to add a restaurant. Now, for this category, again, you can get it as specific or as general as you want to be. You can say, I'm going to add a fancy table service that serves seafood in Hollywood studios or you can say I'm going to start an Aristocats restaurant in mm. France mm-hmm. whatever you so you just say. like it's like a lot of pates yes. it's and purees mm-hmm. pure purees no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. so alright <laughs> we're adding restaurants Dan you're up first 
I'm going, going to Animal Vegas. Kingdom. And uh, first of all, there are not enough exotic meat. Is that where we're going? Table service restaurants in, in Animal Kingdom that aren't incredibly expensive. Tiffin's is very expensive. Uh, I would like to have a traditional African restaurant. Maybe even have some comparable dishes to the things you can get at Boma, but in Africa, in Harambe, in uh, Animal Kingdom. Ooh, I, you came out with a real answer for this one. I a see. real answer. I Well, I've been thinking a lot about this. What do you mean? All of my answers have been real, for one. <laughs> Besmirched by the moderator. Just because they've been real doesn't mean they've been right. Tell it to the brains. Just because they've been fun doesn't mean they've been wrong. Huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Zing! All right, that's it. <laughs> All right, fancy African. All right, uh, not oh uh, no, uh, medium fancy, not Tiffin's expensive. Okay, medium fancy. All right, uh, <laughs> Chuck, what restaurant are you adding? You know, Annie, thanks for asking. I, I really do feel that this question is important to the voters of Walt Disney World because there's just not enough options to get the same thing every other place. Um, so I'm going to go off a little bit different here and give the people what they want. I'm going to give them some very good American barbecue. Now we're going to have all sorts of barbecue. It's not going to be Royal Eagle Smokehouse. It, it's going to be better than that. It's going to be magnificent. The best barbecue you've ever seen. It, the most beautiful barbecue. <laughs> it's the perfect barbecue. <laughs> The, the, the perfect, it's going to be so popular, you're not going to be able to get into the res restaurant. People are saying bigger that crowds, this barbecue will be great. Bigger crowds than you've ever seen before. Way bigger than the last restaurant, which was semi-fancy African. Probably not even born here. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, I cursed again. I don't know. If it was. It's it barely bad. came through. Okay. <laughs> so we're... we're we're building a barbecue restaurant, and any cut of meat that you want, you can have. We're gonna have multiple sauces, um, so if you want some, any you know, kind of meat or any cut, cut. And you know what? Yeah. Why not kind? You want some barbecue pork? Fine. You want some lightly sauced barbecue pork? Okay, I don't agree with it, but you got to get the good sauce in there. Additionally. You can you get can... some ostrich. We could put it right back there off of Kilimanjaro and have some ostrich. <laughs> That's some... what I was going to say. It's going to butt right up to uh, Dan's restaurant because... There's all sorts of exotic game back all there. Of, all of the refuse for mine goes to yours. Got it. Not, totally not necessarily get it. Getting refuse. The, the leftovers. We're just going to steal your things and bring it to ours. Hmm. And then put some barbecue sauce on it. Um, so good home soul food type sides like you want some good barbecue mac and cheese with the little breadcrumbs on top so it's kind of fancy but it's definitely tasty all right so Where? there we go <clears throat> the best barbecue you've ever had in your life i need some barbecue <laughs> dave well, what's your restaurant this is a no-brainer i'm going over to Disney's Port Orleans. I'm taking out boat rights because a lot of people don't give it love and it hasn't been living up to uh, Disney standards. And we're going to retheme it to Tiana's place and we're going to have a very nice 
uh, Southern Dish Restaurant to go with Port Orleans Riverside, and Tiana's going to be there, and you're going to be have you're going to have uh, Louis uh, walking around. You're going to have a jazz band playing. You're going to basically create the entire restaurant from the movie, and you're going to put it inside of Port Orleans Riverside where it belongs. So I like it. I appreciate the idea. It just sounds like more of the same from Candidate Dave, because I'm pretty sure he had this on the last show and was trying to charge people $100 a head. No, 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 no. I said that we were going to add something Princess and the Frog on the boat, and they were going to go to eat at Boat Rights on there because it's just there. Now I'm actually taking both rights and gutting it. It sounds like and Dave you know what he's is gonna creating do an by entire Princess and the Frog ecosystem. Well, you know what he's going to do by well, gutting we are in a swamp. boat rights? Cut jobs. <laughs> what do you mean cut jobs? They're going to make another different restaurant. Shh. Chuck, Chuck, you're both Why wrong. You want... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't give him credit for that. That wasn't. <laughs> oh, no, I'm giving him credit for that. That was good. Pretty good. I don't even joke that it was bad. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's squeeze one more in here before we uh, before we finish up. And let's we're not going to give Dan the opportunity to uh, rebut uh, Dave's <laughs> job cutting restaurant. Are you going to rebut, Dan? I mean, I just think let's that. Um, nope. You, you know, if you're going to serve people fireflies, like you should at least put it on the, you know, like on the menu, you warn them ahead of time. You it can't just no, take them yeah. in a, you just can't take them in a boat to, to the middle of nowhere in a swamp and just force feed them fireflies. <laughs> That's a good point. On that note. Thought so too. Right, Chuck, you're going to go first for this one. This one, we're going to combine. You can, you have two choices. You can either eliminate an existing hotel or you can build a new one it's your choice you can either eliminate an existing hotel or build a new hotel and well and you have to have it like some kind of idea of what you're going to do with this new hotel you can't just be like i'm going to build a new one and have that be the end of it so um okay yes what do you, what do you think what do you think what do you so have? What do you this think? is actually a little bit of a tough one but i am going to eliminate reflections a dvc lakeside resort <laughs> Thank you for using its its given formal biblical name. Biblical name. <laughs> I I don't think so. I I am vastly aware that the resort does not exist per se. They murdered River Country, and then they want to award a DVC resort. <laughs> on the gravesite of one of the most loved and beloved water parks in history? I say nay, nay. We don't stand for that. It will be haunted. It's like we, a, It will it's definitely like a be haunted. Thing. And we don't need more DVC rooms. They're all over the place as it is, and it's just a market saturation at this point. Wow. All right, then Reflections Haunted Resort is out. If you're Chuck. Re Reflections, a haunted lakeside DVC resort. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to live with ghosts? I don't. Done that one. Um, this is good. rhetoric. 
You make solid points. <laughs> this is rhetoric. It is. All right, Dave, um, you're next. What do you say? I am going to okay. take a whole bunch of land back on Hotel Plaza Boulevard, and I am going to get rid of some of those cookie-cutter resorts, especially the double tree that looks like the contemporary that just annoys me every time I pass it on I-4. And I am going to create a full-scale immersive experience in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have a complaint <laughs> and a question. He just First, he's destroying property that isn't theirs. Right. <laughs> Secondly, he's violating the rules that are clearly established and agreed upon prior to this conversation. You either destroy and or you create? Not both. Not both. And are you doing this out of spite because you don't like the fact that it looks like the contemporary? Sounds like it. Well, no, that was actually a question to Dave, not Annie. <laughs> wow. That was just commentary. Settle oh, down, very good. Chuck. <laughs> I have a perfect response for this, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what? This is like the Star Wars Resort, except Marvel. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. If we're if we're going to be uh, catering to the Star Wars people. Marvel is just as much of a force now in the Disney uh, repertoire, so give people some options. Maybe you can start your week at the Star Cruiser and then finish it off if you have enough money over and become a superhero. Get to play out two major fantasies. I mean, solid idea. It would be and there's spandex. Well, of course. Yeah, you have to wear... Do you have to wear spandex? <laughs> well, yes. that sounded like a resounding yes. By the way, have to <laughs> get to unless you want unless you uh, unless you want to wear chaps, but they have to have they have to have uh, a backside to them. <laughs> uh, spandex, it is. Can I wear spandex and chaps? Yes. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> but not at the same time. <laughs> um. Dan, what is your decision? Are you adding um, the resorts? Or are you eliminating them? I'm eliminating resort. one. Um, as a DVC owner at the Polynesian, I will be eliminating the Grand Floridian. <laughs> um, it is expensive. It is stuffy. It takes up a lot you of say space. say stuffy on... like it's a bad thing. <laughs> Only you say stuffy like it's a good thing. <laughs> The, it is pretentious. It is so bright. Like, it's so white, really. I mean, honestly, it's just the whitest looking thing. And then you get on the buses and you got to share the buses with the Polynesian people. I want my own bus, okay? I want my own monorail. I don't want to. You're not Polynesian. Up... You're from California by way of Cincinnati. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I. I'm an owner at the Polynesian. I have gone through all of the the naturalization processes. Um, I was not born there, but I, I feel like I fit in there. I have a candle that smells like the Polynesian burning right now. I, I identify with the Polynesian people of Disney World. And uh, 
you know, I don't want the obstructed view of the Magic Kingdom anymore. I just want to get rid of that old plantation style uh, relic called the Grand Floridian. Well, you're you're going to uh, alienate the, the Grand Flow voters, but the Polynesian voters are going to be down. Yeah, the, the uh, yes. uh, it's a well-documented Floridian Polynesians. Yes, <laughs> it is a it is a calculated risk that I'm taking. Interesting. It's always interesting to see the different candidates, uh, uh, you know, angles they take. So this has been a really interesting night for me as a moderator, I must say. So, um, all right. Well, does anyone have anything to add? Yes, Dave, I'd like to discuss with you the possibility of joining my cabinet as the food and beverage CEO. We'll discuss. Perfect. And Dan, you, you never answered my question that I asked you three days ago about that stupid candle. Oh, the candle. Where is it from? Yeah, we can discuss after. <laughs> I don't want to make it. I don't want to give an ad because I yeah, after no free ads. We'll discuss it after. more. It has been a little disappointing. He doesn't want to. Uh, it gives me a headache. Candidate doesn't want to endorse any. So the any so let me get this straight. The, the candle from his own ilk gives him a headache. <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't make it. Somebody made it to try to remind me of it. I bought it. So what you're saying is your culture gives you a headache. Okay, keep keep. It's just digging. poorly executed. It's it's like uh, it's like someone who lived in a bunker since the '60s so you're telling the us about the internet. Polynesians can't do anything right. Okay, I got you. Wow, good initiative, bad judgment on the candle okay. maker. All right, yeah, it was good. He's, it was a good he's effort. He's trying but... to steal the Polynesian vote back from you. Clearly, I have offered a job him. on my cabinet to every candidate. So I'm clearly willing to work across the aisle and, you know, listen to other opinions until I make my own decision. You smell that? <laughs> what is it, Dave? <laughs> it smells vaguely like the Polynesian, but something's a little off. I don't know. It smells kind of musky. Like the Polynesian. <laughs> vaguely like the Polynesian, but not quite right. Well, I must say, gentlemen, you all gave very compelling arguments. Um, we all said mission space for the first one, so that question hardly counts. So I'll give a, a recap for the voters here. Um, Dave is eliminating magic carpets of Aladdin. Dan is eliminating Buzz Lightyear. Chuck because is Because I'm bad at it. The Astro Orbiter. Um, we have Dave with the Inside Out ride. We have... Dan with the 2000s movies Dark Thrill Ride, and we have Chuck with the Beauty and the Beast Footstool Dark Ride. Uh, Dave's getting rid of the village house and all the flatbread I want to eat. And Dan is getting rid of Nine Dragons. And Chuck is yes. getting rid of Takumi Tei or whatever it's called from Japan. And no uh, one will notice. Dave is uh, putting Tiana's place in at Port Orleans. Dan is for a fancy African... Oh, excuse me. Medium fancy African. Medium fancy. Uh, <laughs> table service at Animal Kingdom. And Chuck wants barbecue. The best barbecue you've ever had. Um, Lines out the door. <laughs> Dave is building a Marvel resort. An immersive Marvel resort. Dan is eliminating... Wait, the wait, wait. Dave also cheated and took down other hotels. It's true, but I've been ignoring Wait, she that. said Disney hotels. <laughs> she never said anything about... She never said anything about third parties, so... 
you don't even technically have to place it anywhere, mm-hmm. so it doesn't. It's sort of a moot point, in my opinion. Okay. I'll take that. In any case, and notice how everybody else is fighting, fighting, trying to like just win voters when I'm just confident in my answers and I know that people will be with me. I know. We will see whose approach wins out in the end. This will be interesting. I'm sure the votes are going to come rolling in almost immediately as soon as this goes out. Um, uh, Chuck is getting rid of uh, Reflections Lakeside Haunted BBC Ghost Resort. Um, all right. Well, voters, if you have any questions for the Mickey dudes or to cast your votes, you can do it on uh, social media. If you have questions for the gentlemen themselves, you can find them on social media. Dave, where can they, can they find Whoa, whoa. Dave, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Figments Reality, and you can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality. I'll get back to you eventually on Twitter. I forget about it sometimes. <laughs> Wonderful. And Daniel, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Beefy Muchacho, and on Twitter at Beefy Disney, and you can find uh, more amazing Dan Dan content on the <laughs> Fast Pass podcast, where we review movies from the year two thousand. The Millennium. All right, Chuck. Where can they find you? I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat, and you can also find my economic stimulus policy of giving twenty five Disney dollar gift cards to any voter. At uh, is that a campaign what? promise? What? Of course not. <laughs> I'm not bribing votes. That's illegal, <laughs> Annie. All right. Well, Chuck will give you money if you message him. I Where guess. can you find and this though? You never said. <laughs> well, I haven't gone there yet. No, he never said. Find... Oh. Oh, it's in my economic policy. Yeah, but you never said where that economic policy can be found on social media. Yes, that's right. <laughs> there, are you satisfied, Dave? I guess. I guess he's satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, you, that's can find, cool. you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phobe. That's D J P H O B. And why are you afraid of? Why are you afraid of DJs? <laughs> DJ They're Tanner, terrifying. did you have a bad experience? DJ Tanner is the scariest DJ of all time, but that's not another show. Um, so, okay, to cast your votes, this is important. This is democracy, people. No one can win if nobody votes. So everybody has to come vote on social media. Again, you can find us on Facebook if you search for the Mickey Dudes. You can find us on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes podcast i usually do it in a different order so i remember what it is and i did it this time i think it's the mickey dudes podcast and then the mickey dudes on twitter regardless just type in mickey dudes and we'll come up it's easy and you can vote and we'll see who wins good luck gentlemen you put up a good fight thank you for uh thank you for this debate now everybody shake hands Right. You know what, Annie? Thank you for hosting us. I, I, I look forward to working with you and all the other candidates. All right. Wow, nice set of all lips right. to reach her you-know-what from all the way from Buffalo to Cincinnati. <laughs> well, I mean, if it works, then it's worth it. So who can say? But anyway, um, thanks for listening. 
Get out the vote. It's important. Come uh, see who wins as chief dude. You know, this position is a very serious position, and Bob Iger's counting on all of you. So come and vote. Thanks for listening. Have a magical day. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.